0: Like to welcome our visitors this morning. Just encourage you to meet them and greet them. Let them know what we're about here. Hallelujah. Uh, For those of you that might be watching on Facebook, we want to just, I guess, I'm actually hoping that it sounds better to you this morning. Uh, We've got some new stuff, and uh, the fellows have put together a camera and a some new things, and uh, I think uh, last week or week before that, I told you that when we got to watch from home, I was kind of appalled at the sound, and it's a lot better now, so we're glad for that. We're just thankful for those that can do those type of things and get us sounding a lot better than what maybe we are even. I want you just to turn with me this morning to John chapter 11. I'm going to read a story here that's probably familiar to most of us, and then we're going to just talk about it a little bit. John chapter 11. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary, and his sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto Jesus, him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. First of all, I want to just stop right there. That's not really that big of a deal because Jesus loves everyone. <laughs> he loves you this morning. Hallelujah. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, talking about Lazarus, he bode two days still in the same place where he was. Uh, and where he was, if you want to know, he was in the wilderness where John was doing his baptism in John's early stages along the Jordan River. Yeah, he wasn't near Judea or Bethany, as we're talking about here. When he heard, therefore, he was sick, he abode two more days in the same place where he was. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews late sought to stone thee, and goest thou hither again. If you want to know about that, you can go back to chapter 10 of John and read, and you'll see why Jesus fled, and his disciples really don't want to go back again. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of the sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he do well, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. I want you just to notice something here. This is the one that we call doubting Thomas. He's had quite a change in his life. He's ready to go and die with Christ now. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem about 15 furlongs off, about two miles. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou thou hadst been there or here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now whatsoever thou will ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which shall come into the world, or which should come into the world. Excuse me. And when she had said... She went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she rose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth to the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened his eye, or the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself came to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did, believed on him. This may seem just like a good story to you. But I think if you'll... Just pay attention here a little bit. We're going to maybe see a little bit deeper and a little bit differently as this, into this scripture. There are many players within this scripture, if you were listening at all. There's Lazarus, there are his sisters, Mary and Martha. There are the disciples, there are Jewish people, and there is Jesus also involved within this scripture. And I want just to relate to you today that within this scripture, you are in here also. You are one of these people, or maybe more than one of these people. And also, there may be some of the people in here that you need to be. So, we want to just talk about this a little bit. Let's just start with Lazarus, uh, as this story is about him. I think we're just going to go to the particulars of this. Lazarus is dead. (laughs) All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. And the wages of that sin is death. We're all dead. We were all as Lazarus is at this time. You may still be dead in this life. If you have not accepted Christ into your life, if you have not heard the voice of Jesus calling you forth from the grave, you're still dead. Now, you may be like Lazarus at the final of this story. You may have heard the voice of God call your name, and you have come forth. You are alive. So, in a matter of speaking, the whole world is either Lazarus at the beginning or Lazarus at the end. You're either alive or you're dead. Now, if you notice, you can be alive and still bound. He came forth from the grave, but he was still bound in the grave clothes, the old trappings of the world. And Jesus told him to loose, be, you know, loose this man, let him go. And I want you to notice that he was bound hand and foot, and his face was covered. I want you to think about that. When you don't know Christ and you come to Christ, you still really have not seen him in his fullness, you know. It takes a while for us to mature in Christ. It takes us a while to grow up in Christ. It takes us a while to lose all the worldly trappings that have kept us bound for so many years. We need to be loosed. They loosed him. You can be loosed. I'm not saying there's no hope. There's hope in Christ. Hallelujah. So you are Lazarus in this story one way or the other. Like I said, you're either dead or you're alive. Let's go to his sisters. Two sisters. Jesus loved them both. Very close to them. I want you to notice, you know, their place in this story. They, in a sense, have lost a loved one. There are many and probably a number of you in the congregation this morning that are grieving a dead relative. What I'm talking about is someone who does not know Christ in your family. We probably all have relatives that we grieve about that don't know Christ. How do we react to that? Are we like these sisters? If you'd have just done something, Jesus, he wouldn't be dead. That's not faith. That's not believing God. You know, the Bible says in Second Peter, I believe 3, 7, or 9, I mean it's 9, that God is not willing that any should perish. So if you have a loved one that does not know Christ, don't think that God has let you down. God is not willing that they should perish, that they should remain dead. We're going to get to this just a little bit later. But we see the sisters' reaction to this. You know, they came to Jesus in a sense in faith, trying to believe or figure out what was going on. And again, if you'd have just been here, he wouldn't be dead. Kind of accusatory in a sense. And Jesus said, he will rise again. And Martha says, well, yeah, in the last day, he's going to rise. And he, you know, he says, well, I'm the resurrection and life. If you believe, you, know, you will see the glory of God revealed. You know? She didn't catch on to what Jesus was trying to say to her. She said, I know that you're the Christ. She did not know that Jesus was going to raise her brother that day. The disciples they were kind of in the same boat. They were clueless to what was going on. They'd heard about Lazarus being sick. And they knew that Jesus you know, loved him. And they must have known Lazarus and the Mary and Martha also being with Jesus as he had come and they had visited with them before. But they did not know that Lazarus had died. Jesus said he's sleeping. We need to go wake him up. And they said, well, if he's asleep, he'll do all right. You know, he's healing. And Jesus said, no, he's dead, guys. You know, wake up. You know, you're not understanding what's going on here. And sometimes we're in that situation. We don't quite understand what's going on in people's lives. We we look at people that are, in a sense, dying or dead. And we think, oh, they'll be all right. It's going to be okay. Jesus said, you know... You need to see what's going to happen here so that you'll begin to believe. I think Jesus was trying to tell his disciples, you need to look at things a little bit differently. You need to be more concerned about people. And I think he's saying that to us this day. You know, there are people in our midst that are dead that we need to treat more than just like they're asleep. They need to be resurrected through Jesus Christ. We see the Israelite group that came they weren't much different than Mary and Martha, you know. Couldn't this one who healed the blind, couldn't he have kept him from dying if he would have been here? You know, don't we hear that so much in the world? If, if Jesus would just have done this, it would have been all right. Not knowing what the plan of God is or the purpose of God is. In the very beginning, Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death. He said that right before his disciples, and they still didn't catch on to what was going on. These people did not understand what Jesus was doing. And I want you to notice there was a number of times in here where he groaned in the spirit because of the unbelief that was being displayed and demonstrated here in the lives of these people. And he finally, you know, it says that he wept, and they thought, well, you know, he really loved this guy. He wasn't crying because of Lazarus. He was crying because of their unbelief and their lack of faith. Where have you laid him? Well, we've got him over here, but he's been in there four days already. Stinks by now. Jesus said, you know, didn't I say that if you would just believe, you would see the glory of God? Hallelujah. And then he speaks those three amazing words. Lazarus, come forth. How many of us have heard those words? Lee, come forth. Hallelujah. I don't know if you've ever tried to picture this in your mind what happened here. Lazarus came forth with his hands and his feet bound. I don't think he came out bouncing like a bunny I think he came forth. I don't know if he just, you know, was translated out there, if he floated out there, but they had to loose him before he could do anything. But what I want to encourage you with this morning, and I want maybe to place into your hearts is, you may have someone that is dead that's near to you. And you may have been saying, Jesus, if you would just do something, he'd be saved. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I want to encourage you this morning to begin to put your faith into action. Begin to speak to that person. Lazarus, come forth. I want you to begin to speak words of faith. Make that death into life by your words. You know, I was talking about how that you can be any one of these people in here, and maybe you might be multiple people, but the one person in here that you need to be is Jesus. You need to speak words of truth and faith. If you truly believe that God is not willing that any should perish, that loved one of yours that has not come to Christ (laughs) is coming to Christ. And you need to begin to speak that into their life. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that you need to go up to that loved one and get in their face and say, you know, so-and-so, come forth, wake up, slap them, whatever. What I'm saying is you need to get that into your heart that Christ loves them and died for them. And he's not willing that they be dead any longer. So and so, come forth. Begin to hear the voice of God. Begin to receive the seed that has been planted in your heart and your life. Begin to see the things that have been displayed for you to see that prove the glory of God and the righteousness of God and man. Come forth. So I want to encourage you this morning to begin to see those that are dead as though they are alive. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Jesus is challenging us this morning to begin to believe for our unsaved loved ones and begin to speak that out into reality. And I'm not talking about just speaking words. I'm talking... Like Logos words, like reading this Bible this morning. I'm talking about Rhema words, words that have life, that have truth to them. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. They shall not return unto me void, but they shall accomplish that whereunto I have sent them. It's talking about the word of God that is spoken from God's mouth. It's not talking about the written word that we can read, it's talking about that voice that spurs us on to do the right thing that tells us the right way to go. So I want to encourage you this morning to begin to think about those loved ones of yours that are dead and begin to think of them as they are alive, as though they are Lazarus laying in the grave and you are calling them forth. You are becoming the life of Jesus in their life. We are the body of Christ. He is the head. We are the body. We need to begin to act like the head. We need to begin to do the things that he asked us to do. We need to begin to speak forth life into the death of those people. Hallelujah. So I just want to encourage you this morning, begin to believe. You may be Lazarus, like I said, you are Lazarus one way or the other. You may have been a Mary or a Martha. You may have been one of the disciples. You may have been just a group of Israelites. But we need to be Jesus we need to be Jesus in this story. We need to call forth life out of the death of those round about us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just want to thank you for your word, Lord, that it's living and active. And Father, though we read these and, you know, they become stories in our life, really, the reality of it is, Lord, it's spiritual truth that needs to be spoken into our hearts. Lord, as we've talked about these people this morning, Lord, we are. Some of these people. (laughs) And maybe we're the wrong people in this story, Lord. We need to be Jesus. We need to be Lazarus that has been made alive. But we also need to be Jesus that speaks life into the dead. Hallelujah. Lord, you've sent us into this world to preach the gospel, to bring life to this world. Lord, but beyond that, may we begin to speak words of affirmation and truth of faith that our loved ones you desire to see saved. So let's begin to speak life into that situation, no matter how dead, how far away they seem. I can't imagine what people thought of Saul. There's no chance in the world that that guy will ever come to Christ. But he did. Hallelujah. Lord, so we begin to speak the truth Lord, we begin to speak life into death. We call the life right out of the death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you for being with us this morning. We just pray, Lord, that as we go from this place, that this word will remain within our hearts. Lord, that we will meditate upon it. Lord, it will become part of our existence. We'll begin to speak words of truth and faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Active words, Lord, live words. Just thank you, Lord, for your love for us, for your kindness towards us. Lord, now just dismiss your people, Lord, and let your peace lead them and guide them. In your name, amen. Amen. You're dismissed this morning.